It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello everyone and welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast. My name is Cameron Bell and I am proud to present to you your extra show of the week, which I'm sure a lot of you will be listening to as your battle fever is building. One man who is on the edge, I think is fair to say, already teetering uh, and looking forward to this weekend's dramatic League Cup final clash is my very, very good friend, Mr. Martin Ramsey. Martin, how are you? I am good, Cameron. Uh, you're right. It doesn't matter how old you are. By the time we get to Thursday, Friday of a, an old firm weekend, it starts to change, doesn't it? The, the, the temperature in the room and uh, your thought process is just um, pretty much being focused on Hamden. So, yep, it's uh, we're in that state of mind again. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I think it'll probably be. I think maybe Friday night, Martin, is when I'm going to start doing the YouTube rabbit hole of I'll just watch the highlights of one old fun game and then before you know it, three and a half hours later, you're exhausted, but you know, you just you can't turn it off. You get to that stage and you just start delving into them. Uh, I'm going to start clearing out room in my skybox so I can start to download some of the highlight games that are on there and all of that kind of stuff. It's just, it's what happens when you build up to an old fun game, but an old firm cup final. Um, you can't really describe the feeling to those that that, that don't understand it. No, you can't. Um, I don't really have a ritual as such. It'll just be. Um, it's, it's just try to take your mind off it because that, that that's what it is. Your, your mind just kind of absolutely obsessed with um, what could happen, what could go wrong, <laughs> what could go right, um, how important really is this, and and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it'd be good to take your mind um, off it. So I've I've never been one for. Uh, maybe just because I pretty much live in the past anyway, so I, I don't need YouTube for, for old games now. They're, they're pretty much burned into my brain. Um, but it's uh, you just want to be three o'clock on Sunday by by point, or shall we say twelve o'clock as you you get on the bus and meet up with pals and um, it's it's the the day itself, Cameron. 
Yeah, of course it is. No, absolutely, absolutely. Martin, I'm convinced that we're going to win on Sunday. Uh, I, I do the flip-flop, which I think everybody does, of feeling confident, then feeling terrified, then confident, and then back to, yeah, but what if, and then fearing the, uh, the worst a bit, you know, you're hoping for the best and all the rest of it in the range of emotions. We're going to spend the next uh, 30 to 40 minutes for you to be able to try and convince me as to why it won't be um, as straightforward as I'm hoping that it will be. And we'll get into some of the detail on that. But um, I just want to jump back a quick step uh, to say uh, you know, we had the um, the Rangers uh, Hall of Fame uh, dinner on, uh, on Sunday night. You were obviously there. And for anyone who hasn't had the opportunity, jump onto our patron site to be able to listen to, to some of Martin's. Uh, interviews uh, with the Hall of Fame inductees. Um, firstly, well done on another stellar interview from Alan McGregor, who, let's face it, is the toughest guy in the world to interview, I think. Uh, he usually is. Um, I was given the, uh, uh, an enviable task a couple of Christmases ago when they pulled the the break forward, if you remember, um, yep. to do the Zoom um, David, so it's Christmas Eve. I don't really wake up at nine o'clock. So look, I'll, I'll be at my desk, but this Christmas Eve I won't be really doing much. I've got everything tied up. I don't mind doing it. Um, and who's the player, by the way? And your heart sinks when it's crazy because he's <laughs> he, he hard work. Um, and I had, I kind of, I'd answered my question, and then I'd forgotten that people were getting two, and it was just kind of left open. So sure, I've got another question to do, and I hadn't prepared, and I just kind of garbled something about right, so. They've moved this forward. We're in a good place at the minute. How are we feeling? Blah, blah, blah. Who's we like? I said, uh, yeah. Rangers, Alan? I said, oh, that's all right then. But it was like, please don't, <laughs> please don't do this to me on Christmas Eve. Um, you know, my family are watching. But um, yeah, he, he can be difficult. Uh, but no, he was delightful. He was charming. He was open. Um, it was the most chatty um, he had been. Um, and all three of them, to be fair, were... Um, Busting with pride, I think it's fair to say, um, with the um, induction. Yeah, I think it's fair to say they were. You could hear it. I think actually they were pretty emotional about Absolutely. it, which is which is fantastic and stuff as well. And you know, it's good to be able to get back to the normality of being able to try and have Hall of Fame inductees and, and hopefully become certainly more regular than they have done in the last ten to twelve years or so. Um, the reason I wanted to mention it, Martin, is because I think that something that was covered as part of. Um, you know, the conversation um, in the build-up to this and, and some of those guys within, um, I think probably the, the the players that we've got at the moment who feel like as if they're missing a League Cup winner's medal. The manager said that when they were doing that joint press conference at Hamden during the week where he said, you know, some of them have got League medals and some of them have got Scottish Cup medals, but there's one missing. And it's interesting. I thought that that's not something I'd really kind of thought about, but there is obviously you know, a, a temptation for guys like Tavernier, for example, to be able to go and see how how he can complete that treble. Of course, it's not all been done one season. Of course, it hasn't. And he has, like a lot of the players within the squad, being incredibly close to being able to try and win it um, unsuccessfully. So, however, I'm just keen to kind of get your thoughts on, does that really, does that resonate with the players who, as I say, have got two out of three, do you think? Maybe a wee bit that they want to end up with 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 everything. I <clears throat> I hope that's not the the main driver. I'm not really comfortable with it being in the conversation for two reasons. There's no way the word completed should be getting used if if we are successful on Sunday. Um, 
we're nowhere near away from talking about you know the completion of a, a of a kind of successful project. This should be the start. And I know I know what you're saying, and I know what what has been said, and know why it's been said, and certainly for those players maybe coming to to the end. Um, but I, I don't really. I don't like that that mindset as such as if well you know job done the the job is it should just be getting underway, um, and it is but a big equal, but but to de, but to defend that stance because I do agree with you by the way to defend that stance it's obviously probably some of the mindset within it as well but they thought that when they won the league and I think that that's how you can oh, see that did. yeah that's, that's how you can actually see some of them some of them now realise actually it can't be completed it can't be that's it we're done we've ticked the box. Yeah, we absolutely did stop. And and naturally so, we've had this conversation umpteen times over the past year and a half, two years, whatever. Um, But it's perfectly, I'm afraid, normal for for the human beings involved who do not have, for some of them, their first proper medal, for it to be so emotional. We're never in a place, with the exception of, of McGregor and Davis, to just toss it on the pile of the rest of them and say, right, you know, what's next? It, it, it was huge. Um, and we've had a hangover from that. Uh, I think that's that's fairly clear. Um, so, yeah, look, Saturday, Sunday's huge. Um, it always is. It always was. Um, but, you know, Rangers aren't, we're not quite ourselves yet from from the, the unpleasantness of the, the, the past decade. Um we we've got a lot of work to do, and it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't end on on Sunday. Um, we've just got a lot of work to do to be in the routine of winning trophies again. And I know the banner last week, of course. Um, one may point out and say, well, you know, two and two, and at least there's there's some kind of consistency started. It will take a while, um, but. Uh, the mindset just isn't quite there. Where, right? Well, it's Rangers. It's a cup final. We win. This is a, we're still very much on edge. This is still very much in the balance. Probably say we're slightly behind the eight ball in terms of who's favourites and whatever. Not by a huge amount, but, but but I would say slightly. Um, and it's just going to take a lot longer than we would like and we would want for to for us to begin into this. And right, big game from cup final, but it's Rangers. It's what we do. The League Cup, it's Rangers, it's what we do. You know, we think of this as our own because we won it, you know, seven ahead of Celtic, even with a free run at it for the past 10 years or whatever. Um, but then, you know, we haven't won it for 12 years. It isn't ours. That doesn't mean anything at this moment in time. It's 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 a, it's a stat thing. It's a history book thing. And, you know, this group need they obviously do need to start winning regularly, but it's, just, it's going to take a while for that just to become, that's what we do. Um, but it, you know, it started in 21. It was continued last year, not with the one we wanted, but we're nowhere to, no place to be sniffing at a Scottish Cup in a European final. Um, and it it needs to continue on Sunday. And then it just needs to continue with the Scottish Cup in May and continue and continue and continue till we're feeling more like ourselves because we're not quite there yet. Yeah, and it's, and it's, <laughs> it's always funny how things work out in football because... Since our last League Cup final, we have brought back some of the coaches. Well, it's one of the coaching staff who was involved within that 2019 League Cup final. He's now in the managerial hot seat. And it's interesting, I think, Martin, that as we talk about the players probably, you know, arcing back to that, that Cup final and 
you know, I hate to do the whole we was robbed thing, right? But it is what it is, right? I think that you you know you you have to take your chances. We failed to do so. They scored from an offside goal. We know this. We know the story. But Michael Beale has now come back, and and I, I don't think that you can underestimate how disappointed he would have been within that day. Obviously, he's part of Gerard's backroom staff, but he's now, as I say, uh, manager. I really do genuinely believe he's going to refer back to that 2019 game and say, this is how close you are to get it. Don't allow that to happen again. Don't forgo your chances. Keep the pressure on. If we go ahead, it's not good enough. We need to make sure that we really try and turn the screw because whilst I don't like to admit it, the Celtic team will be full of confidence because they've been scoring goals. I don't I don't think they'll think they're out of the game, even if they're a goal down. And, and Rangers, I think, did remarkably well in the last league game against them, obviously, to go within about three to four minutes of winning the game. But I think Bill will, I think he'll use that that 2019 League Cup final as a, as a catalyst to be able to go to some of the guard that are still there and say, you know, remember this, don't, uh, you know, don't forget the, the, the way how that tasted at the time. Uh, I think you will. You're talking maybe six or seven? Yeah. Starting eleven. Yeah, I think so. If my my, my kind of uh, general stab at that, uh, I think Davis missed out. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, um, I think it might be about six or seven. On the, so it's not like you know that you've just got two or three. Uh, I think you would use it um, as most sport coaches do. You, I, defeat's part of life. It's part of sport, and it's using that as fuel to just grit your teeth that bit more and get yourself into a sharper mindset to to take those opportunities to 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 score when you're on top, etc., 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 and don't feel this way again. And I would imagine that that's that's exactly what he's going to play on um, for a lot of them. Um, it's not just any cup final, it's an old firm cup final. And uh, yeah, we were good that day. Um, I was fully believed we were going to win it. Uh, like a lot of us got into it with a lot of confidence. Um, but we, we, weren't, we weren't ruthless. And Sunday's not about being pretty. Cup finals never are. Or they rarely are. Um, it's just about winning, however you, you you possibly can, and you know he's he's going to have to to use not just that but his start. We've yet to taste defeat, uh, and that's that's great. Um, we haven't played particularly well in, in 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 that run, and we we are going to have to we're going to have to give ninety minutes coming on Sunday. I think that's probably a fair expectation. And Tyne Castle aside, I don't think we've we've been able to do that. We've played in fits and starts. Um, the confidence, probably, that that's all we need. And our our moments are good moments, and it'll be enough to beat Dundee United and Ross County and St. John's and whomever. Um, that that won't do on Sunday, and they they must know that 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 won't do. So we're we're going to need. Something that we've only seen once, and how the you know, Castle I thought were superb, but Hearts were wild in how they set up. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much that that played into, it, obviously, but um, we're not asking for talent and ability that they don't have. They have the ability to go and win this cup final, but it's it's that concentration and commitment and, and belief for for the the entirety of the game, regardless if we're, we're ahead, we're behind. Um, 
it's it's playing the whole thing, playing the whole contest, and um, yeah, that's that's the ball game for us, I think. Well, yeah, because it's because inter- I do want to talk a little bit about form because without you know using old cliche, you know, form goes out the window and all of that kind of thing as well. Actually, I, I don't. I don't think we can discount it from from where we are, right? Because we know, as I mentioned before, that lot will will think that they're going on a little bit of a parade because they can score goals for fun at the moment. Confidence does that, and I fully believe that, Martin. Um, I think the psychology of being able to say that you feel untouchable lends into itself and then gives you more emphasis. It gives you more power. It gives you that little bit extra that you, that you need. So therefore, you can you can have a bit of swagger and stuff as well, which is all good for them, but. What I want Sunday to do is is bring that to a halt and let them know that we can't hurt them. And we very nearly did in the old firm game, obviously, at the beginning of the year. Then you look at it since Beals come in, as you rightly say, unbeaten thus far. So therefore, I think we should be brimming with confidence within that. The, the yin and yang of it for me, though, is that when you see performances away in Edinburgh at the beginning of the month, then it's immediately, <laughs> then it's immediately followed up by a little bit of a lacklustre game um, at home to Ross County you then feel like, well, is that a one-off or is it the bubble bursting or, or what is it? I don't feel that, but I think what he's going to do is he's going to, he's going to challenge them to say, you know, when you had to go to a very, very tough away ground where the fans are right on top of you, yeah, you yeah, were able yeah. to put on probably this. probably one of your best performances, you know, within certainly months, you know, certainly this season. So therefore, and I think you're totally right, we have to play for the 90 minutes. We tend to not make it easy for ourselves at Hamden. Um, but we can do it. Uh, how important is it for him to be able to to give that installation of belief and allowing them that actually confidence could be brought out of the fact that we've had some tough challenges, even if you want to go back to the Scottish Cup game against Partick Thistle, not an easy game. We were terrible for 45 minutes, um, but we were able to come back from behind. We did that against Celtic as well. So therefore, worst case scenario, we don't go off to a great start. It's about getting your getting your own pace and getting your own tempo into the game, which you've proven that you can already do. Um well they've proven that they can come back from tough moments. Um that that, that isn't there'll be no bullshitting going on, you know, come on lads, you can do it. They they, they know that because they, they, they have that evidence to hand um that they've been in those situations. Um so I don't necessarily think first goal is the winner. And I've got a bad feeling Celtic may score first because they, they tend to. They're a very bright starting team and we um, aren't. That's <laughs> fair to say. Um, and I, but I, don't, I wouldn't be worried if we went one, one down um, because this team have shown a resilience that wasn't there before. I guess then, if that did happen, it really is about what happens next, and um, yeah, that 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 then becomes without being so obvious that um, that, that that a second would would really would really would be trouble. Um, but I I just don't see that that collapse happen the way it did at Parkhead what twice in the last you know thirteen fourteen months or whatever. So I I think there's a resilience there. There, there would be no panic. Um, and I think that's a huge thing to have in a cup game, which can swing wildly. Uh, we, we know that. Um, and I've got a feeling it might on, on Sunday. I think it could be a bit of a roller coaster. So um, that that's good to know. And it's, it's not a team going into it weak and 
terrified and you know just just one step back away from an absolute collapse i just don't don't see that in this team at the moment at all um so they, they may have to suffer at, at points um but I, I i just wouldn't be unduly concerned if we, we, we were asked to do that because i think he has instilled um resilience which was badly needed clearly domestically yeah i think so you're right about the panic element of it i think i would look at it from an element of control and I think you need to be able to ensure that, you know, if if because I want a strong start, because I do think that would be key. I think that you're right that Celtic would look to be able to 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 start strongly as well. I don't think that they've done what we've seen before from them where they maybe sat back and they've allowed to absorb it and then started to come into it a little bit. This team under Postecoglou seems to just want to be able to go for it all guns blazing. I think that they've got away from this idea that they're a sixty minute team. But my counter-argument to that was, well, you can be a 60-minute team as much as you want. If you're 3-0 up by half-time, what difference is it? <laughs> what difference does it make if you can't play the last 80 minutes? I think that they've moved away from that. And I think that they've been able to to, to stretch themselves now to continue up a high tempo within that. So I think Beal has to, has to make sure the players, it's not about coming like a bat out of hell straight out of the gates. It is about an element of control. Yeah, yeah. But it has to be a bit of confident, positive... Um, mindset and and how you move the ball forward quickly how you how you penetrate how you attack and and really just cut out the sloppiness do you know what I mean cut out the the needless mistakes and i think he's done that i think he's done that that's why it's about concentration cammy well yeah. he, he he hasn't done it because we have been sloppy in just about every game he's played um with the exception of hearts again uh, partly a, a hearts and a robbie nielsen um, issue there, but absolutely, I think he drilled it into them that tonight we can't fuck about here, boys, and it needed from the off that concentration and that commitment, which we got. I would expect exactly the same on Sunday, um, and that if we are to win, that that obviously is key. We cannot do this treading water. The hope is that they think they can, because they're in such a run. Um, that there's a complacency and an arrogance about them that that would suit me just fine, um, because this is not the team that went to Parkhead twice in the last while and were probably beaten the night before. Um, so there is sloppiness in our game. There, there absolutely is because we he hasn't turned the corner completely. It would be ridiculous to believe that he could. Um, he will need a summer, and he's been very clear about that, hasn't he, Bill? And that that interview with with that that long form interview the other week, um, where he said he's basically just managing the season and doing what they need to do. But come the start of next season, you you will ideally see a very different Rangers team. His Rangers team. This isn't his Rangers team. He's he's doing what he can. Um, but that that's fine. That that's pragmatism, and it's 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 what we will need on Sunday. So. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's total concentration for me, Cammy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I don't imagine he's going to let them score a goal against this. Um, in terms of just you know let someone walk up the park to be able to do it, but yeah, I I, I think it's fair to say that he started to tighten that up, and one of the, the the things that's definitely caused that is a setback for. Keen to get your thoughts because I think we can we can pretty much write down the back five on paper now, right? I think we know where we're at. We've obviously brought in. Cantwell and Raskin and what I hope will be the old firm debuts. Keen to kind of get your thoughts on 
how you see probably our our front six is probably or the the, the front six I think at the moment in terms of who you'd like to be able to come into it. Fashion Sakala was interviewed today. And by the way, Fashion, well done, mate, for you know the other mob which has set them into fury, despite the fact that they won't even call us by our name. Mm. Um but would you look to be able to to involve the new lads in it now? I think that they've got some some time under their belts, or is this just a little bit too soon for them? In terms of Raskin and Cantwell? Yeah. Oh, Raskin plays for me without question. Uh, he certainly starts. Whether he has 90 or 120 minutes in him, I'm not entirely sure. I'm also not sure what choice we'll have. It'll depend on who's who's fit and ready to go by the weekend, and that, that is still a question. Um, Raskin and Kamara, I would expect to be there. If Lundstrom is fit, I have a feeling he might start with them. Now, that seems quite flat. It seems quite defensive. Um, you're talking about control, though. Um, it, there's so many qu- questions in the in 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 the air. Um, Tillman, I have a fear they'll try and target squeeze him in. No, I think they'll just try and squeeze oh, him. Oh, they'll try and squeeze him and he's maybe going to try and have a wee blast on you know t- tomorrow or Saturday and see how he feels. Um, he's been so good, um, and so key. Um, when we have been in our better moments. Uh, it would be a big loss um, if he missed out completely. Um, but, but I mean, you know, potentially a kind of man down if we just try to fit him in a shirt and get kind of get him out there. Um, you need players that are fit, and sometimes you have to swallow and say that's a that's a, a blow, right? Who's next? And it might be Cantwell. I, I, I wonder. I really wonder. It completely depends on um, who's who's available. Um, but I think there might be a temptation just to go that wee bit more solid to start. Um, I would have no issue, even with everybody available, with the, the Kent Morelos Sakala um, trident, personally, um, because you know, Sakala gives them problems. He has done. Um, and the, certainly him and, and Morelos with a kind of combination of power and pace. I don't really mind that for an hour or so. Um, I guess my issue, Cami, with the game is what creative, skillful talent do we have to use? Um, Is Ruth, Tillman, Cantwell, are these guys going to be available? And are they going to be fit enough even if they have a a tracksuit on? And that would be my concern. Can we, in the later stages, if if it's still nip and tuck and we've roughed them up a wee bit and ran them and stretched them, do we have the players then of the, the actual quality um, that Roof and Tillman and Campbell have, certainly Roof, um, to to then exploit the game as it gets stretched? Uh, that would that would worry me. That is worrying me at this moment in time because we don't know. We, we genuinely don't. Um, or is it going to be, you know, is Hamden unleash Scott right on them and run them ragged and score. I don't know. Uh, that that's that's my that's my concern. So what 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 I would do, what you would do, it just depends who's available. To be honest, um, and that's uh, but Bill has managed well. That I think that's probably the best way to describe his his time thus far. He has just managed with what he has. And players in the shape they're in, the injuries we've had, the mindset, because you know, there was 
demoralised squad. Um, but this is going to be a huge test whether he can manage through without some some real key creative players. If that turns out to be the case, yeah, there's a there's a part of me that thinks that the guys that you're talking about there, Tillman, Ruth, Cantwell, I think will be on the bench. And as you say, they may they may feature dependent on how the game is is, is playing out. There's an obviously a flip argument for that to say, well, you know, if you want to be able to go at them strongly, bring your creative players on right at the start so that they can then, if they have to be taken off, they have to be taken off. They may not tire as quickly as you will. It's 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 six to five in Pickham in terms of, of, of how that plays out. One thing that I think I do feel will be very, very important um, on Sunday, Martin, is uh, our set pieces. Because... Um, we're going to have to be able to try and create opportunities. I think we're going to have to be able to 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 work that press so it's high up against them because there's there's little to no teams that can do that against them in Scotland, and so it's a different beast than they'll be used to playing. And I think that that got us quite a, a, a large amount of joy um, in the in the New Year game at Ibrox. One of the things that's really important though that I think Beale has purposefully worked on is to be able to to have. A slightly more clinical approach to our set, our set plays within the final third. So obviously corners, we are creating chances at corners that you know VAR decisions will then turn into penalties, etc. James Tavernier scored an absolute world there at Livingston. Our delivery has got better, which in fairness it couldn't get far worse, but our delivery has got much better when we're talking about being able to to cause mega problems within this. And the irony within this is I don't think that that Celtic defence is is fantastic, but I just don't think anyone can land a blow on them. We can, and I think when it's exposed and it's properly exposed, then you'll definitely get something out the back of it. Um, well, we have got better at our set-piece delivery. I don't think that's um, up for debate, and that's been good to see. Um, I, I think when we did get joy at New Year, we've had joy before, it's running at them. Yeah, it's not dead balls. It's, 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 it's running them ragged and, and committing men forward in the gaps, in the holes. Um, and again, Cammy, it, it, ultimately, it's going to come back to who's available to make those intelligent runs and to have the coolness and composure to finish. Because we can create opportunities without question. I, yeah, if it comes from a corner of free kick, then great. I, I, we're not limited to that. Um, so they can be got at, but I, I still think they can be got at with the ball on the carpet. Um, the real threat is how we deal with their set pieces, let's be honest. And it's getting better. Um, but my heart rate isn't quite as cool as I would like it to be whenever there's corners and, and, and free kicks around the edge of our box. So... Um, when it comes to set plays, that that would still be the key factor is us defending them better than 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 being um, a threat necessarily. I think our our opportunity for joy um, is 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 just playing playing right at them. But uh, that again, completely dependent on who we've got available. Exactly, and that's where I think you're right with Sakala. I think that we need to be able to see, you know the. A better uh, a better end product when he realizes what his decision making has to be before he releases the ball and what he's about to do. But that's an unpredictability which which counts in his favour. Sometimes it can be frustrating. I would imagine it'd be frustrating playing alongside him because you don't you don't know what's about to happen next. Um, 
but I also think that that allows Ryan Kent greater degrees of freedom because Celtic have been able to to remove him from the game at times by yeah, giving him a bit of an overload at that side. Yeah. And then what happens is because he's pinned to a wing, he feels like he can't come in, he can't contribute. And overall, that's where you've seen uh, something far different from him. And obviously, fantastic goal in the, the, the last game against them. I think the, the key here, though, Martin, is to is to try and give that variety. It has to be able to try and flux from one wing to the next in order to be able to try and make sure that, as you say, it's something they're not used to, which is running at them, but coming at them from different angles, being able to come at them from different wings and being able to also then penetrate through the middle as well. This is a Rangers team that now knows how to do that far better. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I agree that... Um... Kent's lease of life, and it's not just because other players are playing well, but I think he clearly gets on with this manager better than he perhaps did the previous. Um, and the the isolation of Kent, a lot of that came from where Van Broggers wanted him to play, and what he kind of wanted him kind of isolated that that far wide, and I don't think that ever really suited him. Uh, far more dangerous with a wee bit more depth and a wee bit more centrality. Um, so well, our movements just better, Cammy. It, it it just is when we're in again our better moments in our, in our focused periods of games where we do tend to grab goals and we do tend to look dangerous um, and that that is because of, of, of shifting play being able to as you said just be dangerous from from a variety of of, of, of different positions so um, it's it's all movement if we're too static um, well you're going to be in trouble yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, we've had, we've not had our defensive problems to seek. It has got better and that consistency of that Goldson-Davis partnership is key. But do you know what I think? I think for me, it's the belief, Martin, of the of the defence, which has got better. And it's not those, those previous games that we saw at Parkhead where, like I said, the game was over by halftime. I think that those two uh, provide the, the solidity which just allows us to be able to build a solid foundation within games that probably, as you say, lends license to those attacking players going out, taking the game to the opponent, which then means that any opportunity they may get to come at us is limited. But that being said, they they won't be able to take their eye off the ball for a minute on Sunday. They're going to have to be at the top of it because... Well, your your point about set pieces is, is, is well taken. What I am worried about at the moment, more than anything else, is their variety of threats because they do have goal scorers from different uh, from different positions. But you're just going to have to focus on on all of them. You can't switch off, and I think we've done that before, and it's it's cost us very very largely when fairly routine goals that could have been avoided. Um. We've almost just shot ourselves in the foot every time. Yeah, it's again, it's concentration. Um, we fans do it anyway. We always we just, there's just every goal that could ever be scored. We'll we'll point um the finger at where we could have done something better, and you always can as a defensive team. Um, but it, it is total commitment and application. That that that's all we can we can ask for on Sunday. And if it's on a knife edge, then well, that's just football, and things can go your way, they can go against you. That's just the wake up finals are, sadly. Um, but uh, all we can ask for is just that absolute application. Um, 
And that helps, as you mentioned, when you have some kind of consistency and understanding in that that back four, back five. Um, you're not going to get in there with James Sands at centre-half, I presume. Um, and what that means, I think, and I've... I've I, I have liked Goldson and, and, and Davies, to be honest, um, and I did. I know I said to David uh, Ibrooks um, against Liverpool, they're looking actually quite good right before Goldson pulled up and was out for, for months. Um, just they hadn't played that long together, but they looked different, and Rangers looked different as a result. Um, because Goldson, for example, I don't think was ever a good shepherd. I don't think he ever really enjoyed having to talk someone through a game be the absolute leader. It is no surprise that the best Rangers' defensive shape in the last 10 years was when Hollander was was playing regularly. Because Goldson doesn't even... Hollander's the best defender we have, again, when fit, and never really probably will be again. But by far, I think, um, technically the best um, defender we have. But Goldson just didn't have to worry. Didn't have to think about it. And there's just far more comfort in that. And I think there's something in that with Ben Davies as well. Um, doesn't mean that there's, we're, we're not capable of um, um, big lapses, because clearly we have been, but but you're right, fans have a greater assurance and a greater confidence because they feel more assured and more confident with, with one another. And it means that they can concentrate in their own game and don't, in terms of this lack of concentration, these lapses that we've talked about, um, and certainly they're still present, but they're nowhere near as prevalent as they were clearly in the autumn. A lot of that comes from not being able to concentrate on your own game, especially the key players, because you're worried about him and you're worried about him and you're worried about getting getting done there. Your mind's in other things, I would presume. And if you're just more settled and you're more confident and you have belief in your teammates, then presumably these guys are just far better equipped to just doing their own job. Um, and lo and behold, uh, you get a far more cohesive performance as a result. Yeah, that- it's interesting to me because I also think that Goldson, <clears throat> I think Goldson will be the most vocal in that dressing room when it comes to kickoff time. I think he'll absolutely be demanding um, the players around him understand what's at stake here. Uh, you know, as we we talked about at the top of the show, he's had his fingers burned within these finals before, and he wants to make sure that there is certainly no repeat of that as well. And again, it's that calmness. I think it does provide him with the opportunity. I mean. You know, again, we we talked about some of the sloppiness that still exists. I, I do think it has got better, but I think that there's definitely work to go on it. But he he provides that reassurance, I think. And I think, as I say, the players will resonate on the back of that. There's no reason for us to be able to go there. However, I will say, if Connor Goldson or Ben Davis now pull up and are unavailable for Sunday, I'm absolutely yeah, going to blame yeah. I'm yeah. going to blame you for mentioning the name of James Sands. So you heard it here first, folks. Um. Listen, I think, you know, it, it's going to be really interesting. I think I am confident uh, for all the things that we've kind of talked about. And I think we've done a fair bit of self-analysis there as well as, as been able to look at the, the positives of where we're, where we're certainly shining, but also some of the work that we've still to do. But I think that the manager will, I think he'll pull out a few surprises in terms of where you see performances on Sunday. And I think that, you know, I am feeling confident towards it. And, and that's because of what I've seen in front of me. I've seen the progression. I've seen the design getting implemented. I've seen part of the blueprint coming into it. As you mentioned earlier on, Martin, it's not a Michael Beale team yet, but it's taking shape and I think mm. it is improving. However, good foundation, yeah. 100%. And it's definitely a platform upon which to build. So 
Um, just before we wrap up, there's a couple of quick announcements. Uh, Mr. Ramsey, we've got some fantastic news from, from your side. Oh, yeah. Um, anyone who listened to Dominant, uh, the series on the, the, the Soonest and Smith years on Patreon, over the last uh, year and a bit, um, might be interested that the first book covering that period, uh, Revolution, 1986 to 1992, will be available on pre-order um, on the Heart and Hand website as of um, Friday, the uh, 24th. 24th, um, yep. 24th, yeah. Uh, so the, that opens um, midnight Friday night, um, or yeah, Thursday night, you know what I mean. Uh, so that's available to, to, to anybody, um, free postage and packaging for any UK um, uh, buyers on the website uh, while it's on pre-sale. The release date is scheduled for 14th of March. So um, if you want that free PNP, I'm trying to fight Jeff Bezos here, lads. Give us a, um, a wee hand and buy direct, etc. But yeah, if you're interested, it will be available um, on pre-order and will come out uh, in shops, etc. on 14th of March. Um, yeah, it covers that, that first half of the dominant period and that period of revolution, um, how we created it, how we lost it, um, and there are other things outside of just Rangers on Scottish football as a whole, Scottish society, and um, even for non-Rangers fans, um, certainly those in England who might want a, a wee glimpse into when the pinnacle of British football briefly was further north than, than Manchester, then hopefully fun for all the family. But yeah, that's that's available um, soon. Yes, um, the classic salesman approach, Martin, well done. What I will say, just to make sure that we bring up some enthusiasm within that, is that the dominant series was, I think, probably one of the best things that we ever produced in heart and hand. Um, I, the the, I, the I, content I, was phenomenal. No, listen, you hate praise, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it regardless because I, I would I, say it's the I would say it's the, the, the best. But for <laughs> the, uh, announcement on that, um, that if you you haven't heard it, if you've not been on Patreon, and uh, if not, why not? Um, Dominic will be running free to air as it were on this um, stream as of Wednesday, uh, the first of March. So that will be coming. In your ears, free of charge uh, over the next year or so, but there are plenty of series um, like that in Rangers history over on, on Patreon, so get yourself over there to avail yourself of all of that. Yes, absolutely. Um, and just before we wrap up for tonight, folks, another special announcement. Martin, what are you doing on the 26th of May? Um, standing on a stage at New Edmondson House, probably a wee bit nervous um, that we have not played a gig quite as big as this, but I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. We are playing New Edmondson House, folks, as well. So in case you haven't seen all of our social media um, notifications about this in terms of the uh, the date has now been announced, we are going to be on stage at uh, probably one of the most premier venues. I think it's starting to shape itself up within Glasgow and Scotland. Um, and we are going to be able to give you some ticket information as well. So on our Patreon site that we have mentioned, which is patreon.com forward slash heart and hand, um, the tickets go on sale on Friday at 10 o'clock to our chief executive subscribers. Then there will be uh, a sale on for from Saturday at 10 a.m. for our 3 99 tier uh, subscribers and then general release on Monday. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, and as Martin quite rightly said, if not, why not? Then the new Edmondson House members site will also open on Friday at 10 o'clock. So Friday the 24th of May at 10 o'clock. What we really need you to do is buy uh, the maximum amount of tickets. 
which is four, then uh, get a friend to buy another four, and so on and so on and so forth, because as Martin said, it's going to be a huge venue, but I am very confident we will sell a lot of this. Um, Martin Davey thinks that no one's going to turn up, and however many live shows that we've done, however many of these things that we've done across the world, he's always convinced that it's just going to be an empty room. Yeah, he thought 200 people max would sign up to Patreon. So um, he may be a man in the world. He may have his finger on the pulse, but um, understanding the, the the limits of what he and we can do is maybe not one of them. Um, but yeah, um, it, it is a big one, um, but I'm sure we'll we'll get a good crowd. I'm sure it'll be a fun night. Um, bank holiday weekend and all that. Well, if you start throwing rotten fruit, I'm going to have to stand behind you if that's all right. Uh Okay, I'd I'd be picking other human shields to be honest, but um, yeah, <laughs> you can do what you like. Yeah, absolutely. Right, listen, folks, that'll do us for um, our old fun preview. Uh, hope that you uh, are going to be heading along to the game and staying nice and safe if you're joining it with friends, etc. Uh, enjoy the game. I am still very confident, despite Martin's best efforts, that we are going to win the League Cup on Sunday and bring what I've always considered to be a Rangers trophy back to. Uh, back to Ibrox. Um, thank you to our executive producers in London, Mr. Mike Lee and Mr. Paul Myers, and also a special thanks to uh, one of my bestest friends, and uh, I can't wait to see the book sales going through the roof, mate, because I know they will. Thank you, Mark. No, pleasure, and I, I didn't, don't remember saying we wouldn't win on Sunday. Um, I think it will be a wee bit like the semi-final, though, so um, buckle in. Yeah, buckle in is right, and if James Sands is on that team sheet, Ramsey, I will hunt you <laughs> down. Folks, enjoy your weekend. Uh, stay safe. And uh, as I say, let's bring that trophy back. Thank you, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.